Hi, everybody. Welcome. How are you? Welcome to episode 196. Four more and we're at the Big 200. How are you? I hope you are well. Things to talk about today. Things to say. Matters to address. Things to acquiesce. Women to undress. Consensually, though. You know what I'm saying? So, how are you guys? What's new? What's going on? Just me today. Uh, the battles are getting bad. Um... Uh, it's, I don't even know how to really describe it from, I've been leaked photos, um, they're not allowed to have cameras, uh, not even press on the battlefield, and the, the things that I've been seeing from Neo-Vietnam is just, it's scary, it's, I mean, I don't know the definition of a war crime, but I feel like I'm looking at something dirty, like not fun dirty, not like, ooh, like me and my boys are going to go in the woods and find porno mags dirty, like just, you know, so, you know, just pray or thoughts and prayers and send well wishes. Just, you know, Kyle's, he's a papa and you know what papa has to go through. Other than that, welcome to the show. I'm Vince. I don't know if I said that or not. Hello. I am here to talk about some things today, some fun stuff. We're going to talk about Starfield at the end of the program. Uh, but first, I kind of want to get off into... Uh, <laughs> I want to get off. <laughs> or I want to get into uh, something that means a lot to me. And it's uh, E3. It's officially been canceled for this year. And I think this is the last the last time they're going to say we're, we're, we're going to postpone it. They say they want to do another one in 2023. And I just don't see that happening. Uh, this is, I've said it on the, the show before. One of my favorite times is E3. I love E3. I love June because you get to see all the stuff. You get to be excited. You get to see all the, uh, trailers without gameplay and it's just CGI footage. And you know, your mind wanders and speculates and thinks about what could be out there. And, you know, it just kind of feels like it exists, like it's kind of gone now. And just, I love E3. Like, I, I've talked about the praises of, like, what E3 means to me, especially just, like, as a kid watching G4 being like, E3, 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 like, it's coming. I remember watching E3 the year I bought a 360, which... 2007? 2000 and, yeah, 2007, because I don't think I got it in 2006. Uh, the year I bought a 360, watching it and like writing down to give a list to my friends of like, these are the games we have to buy. Just, I mean, I also remember seeing Fallout 3. Like, this was a game. I wish I had that list. It's probably thrown out. But, like, I remember seeing Fallout 3 and being so enthralled by retro futurism and being like, it's the 50s, but in the future. So E3 is pretty much gone. Sony doesn't do it anymore, even if it's there. Nintendo does their own thing. So it's kind of like, what's the deal? What's the point? But still, E3 means just like... I always wanted to have like a bunch of friends over and have an E3 party and just be like, hey guys, let's order some pizzas, let's get some wings, some chips, some sodi pops, and just watch E3 and go, oh, and just soy pog the whole time. 
the whole time. Just have a good time. And it's over. But all must good th- all good things must come to an end. I they they might do a digital one. I wouldn't be surprised if they do something. I I really enjoyed how Bethesda was just like, "Hey, we're here and we might come back." And then they would come back and like show off nothing and it'd be like, "Get ready for this big thing." Bow. <sighs> I'm going to miss it. I'm really going to miss it. Like I said, they want to do another one, but I doubt it's going to happen. One of the uh, things that I feel like we're all dealing with, and we will be dealing with for a while because of various factors, various things, is COVID. Uh, I remember, geez, two years ago when uh, this happened and Olive and I sat down to record an episode and we were just like, hey, the world being on fire is rather stressful. And me thinking this is going to be over by September because the beginning of April, I feel like we were in it about two, three weeks at that point. Yeah, I just remember being like, this will be over by September. We'll be good. I'll be going to Japan. Like, it, it's just, it is what it is and it ain't what it used to be. And we're still here. So, you know, I, I would like to travel and do things and have fun and go to restaurants and you know, presume life the way I remember it being. I didn't really think from like 23 to 25 would feel like a lot, but it feels like a lot. Like I feel like I missed a lot. Anyway, um, I got my booster and let me tell you, remember a few weeks ago, if you're a regular listener, when I thought I had COVID and I didn't have COVID, I got the booster and felt like I had COVID. So get the booster, still like mask and do the stuff that you need to do. Uh, if it's applicable where you are in your neck of the woods, but like I was out like for the weekend, I got out on a Friday, Saturday and Sunday. I didn't do it. I, I like got up to do my dishes and couldn't like, I just couldn't do it. Like I was just like, I almost fell. Like I was just so dizzy. Get the booster, get the shot, get the vax vaccine, get the vaccine, do what you got to do. Talk to some people, love some people. It's nice to be out and about in public and do fun shit again. So I would do that. I have somewhat of a shorter episode for you guys today. Nothing too long, nothing too big. I'm just double checking to see if I missed any news. Kyle sends me stuff all the time. All right, I want to get on my soapbox for like two seconds. Uh, just, just let me have fun with this real quick. I don't know if you guys have seen. I'm going to put it in the background. Uh, I don't know if I can. Viacom kind of sucks. If I can, I will. If I can't, I won't. I have a feeling I won't be able to. But uh, there is – if you grew up with a Fairly Odd Parents, I remember like wa- waiting for that to come out. Like I remember it was – that and Invader Zim came out the same day and like the promos for it. Vividly, I remember watching this in my parents' bedroom as a small child. In like 99, 2000, I remember this. Whatever, Whenever it aired, I remember this. 2001, post 9-11, I don't remember. They, like, rebooted. They ended it. Butch Hartman left. Then they rebooted it. The show had already moved to Flash. I'm not a fan of Flash unless you're, like, a Newgrounds cartoon. But, like, totally fucked it. They're doing a live-action Fairly Odd Parents that looks like ass. They're not going to do it with Drake Bell because he's 40 and he's a child. He's a chomo. Found out about that word recently. He's a chomo. And, like, whatever. I don't care. Let it. Let the sleeping dog lie. It's dead. Let it stay dead. But if I can show it, the anime, it genuinely looks like some shit I found on Newgrounds when I was nine. Like, I, I'm going to put the wa- at least the walking animation and Crocker's face. 
That should be behind me now. This right here looks like Newgrounds animation from 2006, 2007, 2008, even before that. I don't remember what year. It was pre-YouTube. This looks bad. This is awful. This is like Nickelodeon did this. Anyway, just let it die. I just, I hate to see this. It was a show. I remember like being in like fourth or fifth or sixth grade and like coming home and being like, ooh, Fairly Odd Parents. I'm going to watch. Like, I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's sad to see this happen. One other thing I want to talk about real quick. Rockstar famously, I'm going to say, really, really, uh, screw, I don't want to say screwed the pooch. Really f the mailman. <laughs> <laughs> really messed up the GTA trilogy. And now they're doing Max Payne 1 and 2, which I'm okay with. Uh, I just hope he doesn't look shiny. Like, I hope they keep the grit to it. Like, you don't really have to change much. Um, I have a couple tweets here that Kyle sent me from Nibble. Nibble. Remedy announces that they will remake Max Payne 1 and 2 using their in-house Northlight engine. Cool. Standalone title, 1 and 2. It's developed for next-gen and PC. Nice. It's cool. I, I'm, I'm into it because I never played the original Max Payne's. I played Max Payne 3 and really liked it. Uh, I don't think Rockstar had the rights or the publishing rights or whatever it was to the first two. But, you know, people don't know that. So they're going to think that, like, Rockstar has some involvement. They might own, like, the IP, but it might be, like, owned by Rockstar, published by these people, whatever. I'd like to try it. I just, you know, I thought I should talk about Rockstar a little bit. I don't really have much to say this week. I don't feel like a lot has happened. I'm working on myself, drinking tea, practicing Tai Chi. I'm not. I'm just trying to sleep more, which is healthy for the brain and the mind. I know they're the same. So let's just get into this lore. Before we get into this lore, we have to thank the Patreon. Because of you guys, I can continue to do this. It's a new month, new year, new me. You know, what it am, what it be, what it is, what it do. Hope you guys are well. Thank you. We have to thank a couple people. I'm going to regret this later on because of editing, but starting from this one right here, we have to thank Noah. Thank you, Noah. After that, we have to thank Danny. Thank you, Danny. After Danny is Marcus. Thank you, Marcus. And last but certainly not least is TP. I hope that didn't make my brain hurt in editing. If you're watching this, you'll see what I mean. If it did, I'm sorry, me in like 24 hours. Now we got to get into lore. And I've been asking the Discord pretty much all the time. There's been a few weeks I've missed. Hey, guys, what's a question? What's a, what's a thing? I'll say like, hey, I, I was thinking of a Fallout faction. First person to put the flag. It was the carryover from last week. Now, I thought this one would have been easy for those who have listened to the show before and have heard me prattle on about what one of my favorite factions in the Waste is. And it took a minute. And I'll be completely surprised when I say someone who's been in the Discord the longest, the Deadly Lampshade, shout out to you, homie, got it with the followers of the Apocalypse. Apocalypse. <laughs> The followers of the apocalypse spent 11 and a half hours at work. At, at work, work today. today. I am I'm tired. tired. So he got it right. Congratulations. 
And I like when someone gives me something a little more unique, a little more obscure. Even though it is a part of one of the main DLCs of New Vegas, I feel like it's something that we don't talk about as like a community, as the community of Fallout. Uh, we don't talk about where they came from. We don't talk about where they go. We don't talk about them. Cotton Eye Joe. The Tunnelers were picked from Lamp. And I'll be honest, I don't really know much about them other than there's that one point in on a Lonesome Road. I always flip them. I don't know why. And I love Honest Hearts. There's the one point in, in Lonesome Road where you see the tunnelers and it's like flashbang, flashbang, flashbang. And we don't talk about them. They're super f cool. So we're going to get into it. If you'd like to hear any lore in particular, make sure to join the Discord. Once a week, I ask a question. First person to get the question right gets to pick lore for the weekend. This week's lore comes from the Deadly Lampshade, and it's the Tunnelers from Honest... Again, I almost did it. The Tunnelers from Fallout New Vegas' DLC, Lonesome Road. So I get all of my lore off of fallout.fandom.com. I want to read uh, a Ulysses quote to start us off. He says, They'll start emerging throughout the Mojave in time. Might be years, probably less. They breed fast, hunt in groups. More than enough to bring down the strongest in the Mojave. Once they draw blood, seen them tear apart Deathclaws. Deathclaw might get some, but the rest will swarm it, tear it apart, like Denver hounds. So these are creatures found on the Divide in 2281. Now, Ulysses thinks that they could be the product of the Great War itself. After the bombs fell, people naturally went underground to hide, to look for shelter, and he believes that the the radiation to them being underground, all of that kind of amplified, kept them under there and rapidly mutated them. The reptilian humanoids, which I never really thought about because that uh, really dog shit mod came out. What the heck? The Frontier came out and they have like reptile people. And I could like after reading this, I can see them trying to make it work if they wrapped it into this and didn't just steal assets and flip them for a mod. So for those of you who went to public school like myself, these are bioluminescent creatures. And I wasn't exactly sure what that means. A bioluminescence on an animal is a living organism that produces its own light. So like a firefly, a lightning bug, depending on where you are, they have different names. Uh, anglerfish, pretty much things that are in like the Marianas Trench, the depths of the ocean that we know not about. They're bioluminescent. They have to produce their own light so you can, they can see. And I mean, we can see them too. They have these large, bioluminescent eyes that give off this light and these these massive razor sharp toothy grins that tear apart whatever flesh they dig into these spikes on their shoulders and their head just to add a little insult to injury i believe i'm i'm going to read a couple of things off the wiki in a bit but i believe if i'm not mistaken they're reskins of trogs in the best way the trogs from the pit they took them and they scaled them a little differently they morphed them a couple different ways and they made these tunnelers. Now, they're very adverse to sensory stimulation, uh, meaning that when you first encounter them, they tell you, like, here's flashbangs. Use these flashbangs. There's flashbangs. I'll, I'll go over what their weaknesses are, but I remember flashbangs and flamers. They don't like the light. They don't like the bright. So if you have a flame, 
you have a big flamethrower, it helps taking them out. Because of them being underground, this is something I'd really like to see explored. Because of them being underground and mutating and evolving, they've become quadrupeds. They're quadrupedal, meaning they're, they move around on four limbs, which I never really even picked up on. That's why I never made the connection of them being humans. I assumed that they were some sort of a lizard, much like, um, the Deathclaw that evolved from a gecko. Let's double check that one. Excuse me. Jackson's chameleons. I don't know why I always think geckos. A mutation of that, but they became bipedal. They can roar now. They're not supposed to. Goros can speak. They play with it. I actually, you know, I don't mind Fallout 4's redesigned of Deathclaws, but there's a certain charm to the Fallout 3 and New Vegas ones. I never put two and two together and said, oh, they're quadrupedal, humanoid. Like, they're not Homo erectus. Like, they're a branch off. But why are they scaly? It's really neat that there's not much known about them. I actually really like that about the Tunnelers. Now, this I don't agree with for multiple reasons. It's on the wiki. I'm going to read my notes that I have written down. Um, but I don't believe this because of, I've said before how Lonesome Road does this, where it's like, this is your story. This is an RPG, but you went here, you went to the divide, you did this. I don't, not a fan of that. But what it says, what I have written down is when the courier was contracted by NCR to deliver a package from Navarro, tunnelers may have set off the nuke underground that never went off. That part, the second part, tunnelers may have set off the nuke underground. That I'm more okay with than the courier because my character, I don't know that my character did that. Unless I made that my canon for my character. Now this explosion nuked and this area creating the divide with the winds um, and making this hellish landscape uh, because of this going off. And I feel like this is something that's not really talked about a lot in a lot of apocalypse fiction with bombs going off, especially huge nuclear bombs, is earthquakes. When you would shift tectonic plates, this happens. An earthquake happens and it brought them topside. They can't take the light. So they primarily stay underground. There's a few times where they come out. There's that one part under like the – it's right before the highway with the death claws on it in – uh, Lonesome Road where you run into them. There's like a hidden death claw there that's like super hard to kill too. What I'm getting at is they're pretty much underground. Again, to reference that same quote that I said about Ulysses, when I was reading this, I go, ah, you know, I don't really see this happening. Like, think about it, tunnelers, yeah, they're ferocious. Maybe ferocious isn't the word. They're they're savage beasts. Um, they're they're thinking about reproducing, eating, sleeping, and drinking. Like that's it. They have four needs, they have four wants, that's it. And I thought that they don't, I don't really think they have the capability to get to the Mojave. I really didn't. And I thought about it and I said, no, the Mojave actually would have a ton. If you're in the city, like if you're in Vegas, if you're in New Vegas, you, there are tons of opportunities. There is in uh Freeside, Red Lucy operates in the sewers, the dam. They could get in the dam. That's all like undergroundy shit. That's how the Legion gets in. That type of stuff. Like, they could be a real, real menace. Do I think settlements like Good Springs would be affected? No, absolutely not. Maybe here and there, but it seems like they're tunneling in things that are pre-existing. I do believe they go underground, but I doubt they're going to make huge nests under Good Springs. I doubt they're going to make huge nests near Jacobstown. Jacobstown's going to be f fine. Jacobstown is going to be all righty okay. They're, that... That settlement is 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 more than good. 
I could see Vegas really being affected. There's a lot of people there. There's a lot of traffic. There's a lot of movement. I would not doubt they have some sort of a sonar where they can pick up on vibrations. It's not stated. That's my own thing that I'm saying I could see. I think this could be a huge problem. All of the waterworks, like there's the um, the NCR has that underground facility. I can't remember the name of it, but there's a couple different points, not only in Freeside. Freeside, I feel like, would be hit the hardest, especially with the followers. The followers would be constantly trying to help people. I really didn't think about how much of a problem tunnelers could be. And like, what happens if tunnelers get to some place like the Madre? And they get affected by the cloud. Like, what happens there? What happens if the tunnelers get elsewhere? I think this could be something that they could explore in the show a little bit, maybe. Mm-hmm. Bring up Hopeville a couple times. Click clack. Either way, I like these people a lot. I'm going to read some things off of the wiki real quick, just because I didn't write them down. Flare guns, flashbangs. So their weaknesses are flashbangs and flare guns and flamers. Uh, flashbangs, these will startle them and cause them to run away. Flare guns, tunnelers will only be frightened by the flare gun if they're hit. And flamers, although not directly damaging them with any effects other than fire, damaging fire damage, firing a flamer at them usually cause them to burrow and resurface at another location. There's a couple different uh, variants of tunnelers. There's basic tunnelers hulking tunnelers they're a little bigger everything should be behind me uh hulking tunnelers venomous tunnelers self-explanatory tunneler queen always the one you got to look out for tunnelers are marked as neutral on the compass when, when engaging from underground and they do not take double damage from headshots cool the tunnelers are directly inspired from the creature from the movie the mole people what year is the mole people from? I bet I'm at 56. I bet I'd re- Oh, I'd love this. Behind me is just... I'm going to leave this in because it's silly. Behind me is the poster. There's a fun bug here. Sometimes when attacking in vats, no matter where you're on, they just don't take damage. That's good. That's the tunnelers, my friends. That's really all I have to say. Thanks for checking this one out. This is a fun one. I like stuff like this. If you want to hear any lore, make sure you re- you say something when I ask the question of the week. That is lore. Hey, hi. Hey, guys. Vince here. Real quick, I'm interjecting myself. I've recorded this at the end of the show, and I'm putting it in here. Uh, if you guys ever make memes or art or whatever of the show or of me or of Papa Kyle, anything, I'm going to display them here. I don't, I think it's nuts to me that anybody watches this, let alone the amount of subs I have on YouTube, the downloads that I get from podcasting apps, any of that shit, wild to me. It's even more wild when people join the Discord and even into space wild when somebody makes memes. Mr. Tom Flood made two memes uh, about the companion video here's links to the compare there should be I, I don't know what side i'm on because i think it might flip it but if i'm right it's here uh that's where the companion video is going to pop up and like i think it's just really cool somebody made memes about me so there's also a companion video go check it out i put some work into it it's like a 45 minute video i want to do more tier list videos like that let me know what you want to see let me know what you want to hear Comments, Discord, Twitter, all of it, please. I love you. I'm going back to the end of the show when I recorded this because I forgot to write this down in my notes. Bye, Bye everybody. Enjoy, Enjoy the, the rest, rest of, of the, the show. show.
I'm here to stop here every time. I'm here to stop you. What in the goddamn? Let's keep this in the groove, hey? Smooth moves like smooth little babies. You've you've gone too far. You've gone too far. You know what you're doing is wrong. You're a war criminal in every sense of the word. Police, you and I both know when I get home from this war, I'll be the most decorated soldier of all time. No, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I do not want to hear what you have to say. My friend, Kyle, is out there fighting for the lives of women, children, the elderly, everybody in between. And you're just throwing them back out. Their soldiers punts gone to the machine. If I could get them better conditions, I would. Before the assassination of President West, you knew. You knew we were out of this. You knew it was over. And then Vice President Reagan all of a sudden just becomes president. And you didn't even try to protest. You didn't even try to protest. But what reckon is good for the cookie Miss Bucko? I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it any longer. I'll learn how to make the cookies myself. I'll learn how to do it for the sake of my friend. How many other special guests are out there that have that have had their lives taken? Well, out of the original 15 excuse, we still have eight left, but we've taken Bentley out of crazy sleep against. I don't care what Bentley has to do with this. I don't care about Bentley. Our boys are dying overseas for a conflict that I don't think we even understand what is happening anymore. We have here. Oh, Amy going to piss his britches. What? Vic misses his friend. There's no need. There's no need. There's no need for you to speak to me like I'm a child. None whatsoever. People used to look up to you. People used to respect you. Your name meant something in this country. Half the world, except for three countries, are divided on this. And it's your fault that we're not out of this sooner. Blood is on your hands here every time. Vince, please go f*** yourself. You have no idea what you're talking about. Kyle is a papa. You know what responsibility comes with that title. I know he's a papa. I get it. But it's- For as long as there has been men, there has been war. This is just the way of human nature, or I can't do a damn thing about it. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong in every sense of the word, and you don't even know how wrong you are. You're brainwashed yourself. You're brainwashed yourself here at me. I miss my friend. He misses his wife, his mistress, his child. And that's why we've taken Bentley along with others out of- I don't give a f about Bentley! I don't know what to tell you. My friend needs to come home. He's fought long and he's fought hard. I don't care what the f the title has to do with anything. I miss my friend. Alright, so next up, I wish you, I play music, kind of helps me like concentrate, I can kind of like bop around, but I forget that you guys can't hear the music, so I'm just like bopping around and dancing, and sometimes I cut it out, I never leave it in, if I'm trying to think, I'll freestyle a little bit, but like, it just kind of loosened me up, because I don't, I don't drink wine, I don't drink any sort of alcohol, so I don't have like anything to like calm the nerves, not that I'm nervous, you know, whatever. We're going to talk about something. There was a video that came out recently about Starfield. I will put probably behind me the video. It's not gameplay. Like, it's gameplay and it's not. And it's neat. And it's cool. And it's all right. And the 
person, the, the, the thing we get to see is a companion and it's a robot. And it, there's something about robots in video games when they're your companion that feel very dog-like. I think it's very easy to anthropomorphize the character into a dog-like creature. Maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just how I see it. But that's how I see it. I see it as being very dog-esque. And that's okay. That's fine. That's cool. Whatever. I'm a big fan of dog meat. I love a boy and his dog running through the wastes. So if I could be a boy and his robot dog running through the stars, I'm okay with that. We're maybe like two to three months away from actually genuinely seeing gameplay and understanding the story and like being introduced to this. But like every time, even at work the other day, I was telling somebody how I like Bethesda games and they were like, how do you feel about Starfield? And I was like, I'm, I'm really excited for Starfield. And I hate saying that because I hate being excited for games because I don't like to watch trailers or anything. But something about Starfield, everything we've seen, which hasn't been much, just feels like something new in a familiar way. If that makes any sense to anybody out there, let me know in the comments or in the Discord. Something about it feels normal. It feels natural. It feels right. I feel like it's wrong to say, but like my number one fear is Emil is writing it and I'm afraid the game is going to end with Liberty Prime again. But this dog thing is cool. <laughs> so like we're back to talking about Starfield. There will be a podcast episode where I just talk about Starfield for a majority of it. And I have a feeling like I'm going to be talking about Starfield for a while after it comes out. Be it good or bad, I don't know. We made the show. Olive and I made this show before 76 came out. I want to say it's like episode like 20-something. That like around there, 76 comes out. Maybe even later. I don't even know. And we just didn't talk about it. We were like, did you play it? Yeah, I played the beta. Oh, did you get the game? Yeah, I got the game. I did this. Like I went on vacation like shortly after it came out. And then we didn't talk about it for weeks. Because we weren't playing it. We didn't know what to say. So like... I want to talk about Starfield more because once Starfield is kind of out of the way, we're going to get Elder Scrolls 6, which means we're going to get Fallout 5. And even if it's 2043, we're still going to get it. So, like, I'm excited to see these games happen. I'm excited to see what else Bethesda has up their sleeves because they're doing the future. Now they're doing the future future, but the future past. And then they're doing, like, I guess that's, like, closest to the present in timeline, whatever. They're doing Fallout. They're doing Elder Scrolls. And now they're doing Starfield. And I'm excited to see this. And this dog thing looks really cool. I might even just name the episode the Starfield Dog. <laughs> but, like, he looks neat. And I want to know, like, what his story is, even though he's a robot. They're, like, they show a couple things, and it's like, if need arise, he has the capabilities for combat. And it's like, that's cool. I like this. I like where this is going. So... Let me know what you think about Starfield in the comments below. Like I said, guys, this is a shorter episode. I don't really have that much to talk about. I'm super excited for the new Sonic movie. I'm going to try to go see it Thursday. If I can't see it Thursday, I'm seeing it as soon as I can on Friday. I hope you guys are well. I hope you're doing all right. I hope you're happy. I hope you're content. If you like the intro music, it's by Shane Ivers, and you can get it at silvermansounds.com slash free music. Stop there, you'll get all of his heaters, but if you throw that slash at the end there and put in Feather Duster, you can get the song that intros myself to the show. There's links in the description to my quit my quitter. <laughs> 
my Twitter, Kyle's Twitter, that's what I was fusing together, the show's Twitter. You can come and hang out uh, in the Discord link down there. Once again, shout out to the Patreon. Thank you, fellas and lady fellas and non-whatever conforming dudes that are out there. I don't f***ing know how to talk to people anymore. Everything's f***ing confusing. Thanks for being here. Thanks for hanging out. If you want to buy something on Redbubble, you can check it out. I messed up the recording, sorry. Thank you for listening and hanging out. I love you. Please tell those that you love that you love them. It might just make their day. Be safe. I'll see you next week. Atomic Radio Hour Podcast. A Ghoulman Entertainment Production.